In this segment of It's Scary to Remarry, I want to continue with part two of when men have sex with multiple women before marriage. What's up, Brave Hearts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. And I wanted to do a part two of this video. If you haven't seen the first one, go check out um, last week's video of uh, when men have sex with multiple women before marriage because I got a really great response from men uh, from social media. People really enjoyed the video. So I had to do a part two of this. So let's jump into it. Now, let me give you a quick analogy uh, about the damages that sex does to men before marriage. Check this stereo out. Now, I have a, a, a eight month old son. Now, one thing I realized with him is when my wife is feeding him food, she do not give him sweets, right? She she don't. She don't give him sweets. She get mad if somebody give him sweets. She's usually giving him his little carrots, his little peas, you know, all the little healthy baby food to squash. And he eats it. But as we were sitting and she was giving him this food and she didn't want him to have sweets, I thought to myself, I wonder I understand why she don't give him sweets because once he starts to eat it, there's no turning back. Like once he get that taste of sugar, it's over. So she want to make sure that his his palate is good when it comes to vegetables. So that way he won't want to eat vegetables anymore once he get that taste of sugar. And sex is the same way, right? Now, again, as I told you all last week video, it's your body. Do what you want to do. I'm just letting you know what I feel and my beliefs and the things that I wish I would have done before uh, I got married. And as I was thinking about this analogy, I'm like, man, that's what happens with sex. Because once you open up Pandora's box, once you get that sugar, you know, once that baby gets that that piece of a cookie or whatever it is, it's over for him. And that's why my wife prolonged this process of him having sugar. And, and uh, the same applies to sex. Now, with men, we compare. And I'm sure women compare too. Because women be like, oh, he couldn't do it like this. Or he couldn't blow my back out. And he wasn't hitting it right. And all this other stuff. Because a lot of times, it probably was compared to somebody else that she been with. And the same applies to men. Now, the issue is when men, when we have a high body, a high body count and we have that mind blowing sex, you when you get married, in some cases, not all cases, but some guys, they're frustrated with their wife because they like you're not having sex with me like that chick that I had sex with in high school or, you know, you, you're not swallowing like she did or, or you know, you're not flexible Felicia, uh, you know, things like that, because he's comparing you to the best sex that he's ever had. And if you have a high body count, more than likely he's had sex with, you know, a couple of freaks, you know, just a couple. But that's one of the dangers. And I said before in the last video is Men, we shame women when they have high body counts, but women don't shame men. And I would like to almost I would like to challenge my ladies on that culture to think about uh, when you, you know, if you get into that conversation about body counts and, and things of that nature, if you decide to talk about it, you know, you maybe want to consider because you might not be able to compare to what he's had in the past. Now, of course, I got to give you some statistics. So 
according to Psychology Today, when I was doing my homework, there there was a blog on Psychology Today that was entitled 10 Clues That a Partner Might Stray. And of the 10, I didn't want to talk about them all in general, but you can check it out online at psychologytoday.com. But of the 10, number eight says that your partner... Um, your partner has a history of sexual unrestrictedness. And this is from the blog, 10 Clues That a Partner Might Stray. So sometimes when you do have a high body count and you're used to having sex and you're used to getting it your way, as I said before, sometimes you might just not be enough. He might need to scratch that itch. And that's why sometimes when people get, or before they get into relationships, if they, you know, maybe a little younger, they're like, hey, you sure you don't want to go have this whole phase? Are you sure you don't want to uh, go sow your royal oats and all those other things? Because I need you to get that out of your system. I don't want you to be with me. And then you thinking that you missed out on something and now you got to go and scratch that itch because, uh, you know, you didn't get it out your system. And that's one of the reasons I read this blog. I said, I found that interesting because they say your partner might stray because your partner has a history of sexual unrestrictedness. And again, this isn't everyone. I'm just letting you know from a man's perspective. And one of the reasons that um, in relationships, you know, he might stray um, or one of the downfalls of men having a, a high sexual hist history with women before marriage. And ladies, I got to talk to y'all. I have to. Now, you know, one thing that happens in relationships is before you marry him, a lot of times y'all having this crazy sex. Y'all having sex three, four times a week. Y'all getting it in. And then you get married. Now, the thing is, when you marry him, he's going to expect that same sex all the time. He's going to be like, oh, we married now. You, you should really be my freak, you know? But this is where when you're dating and I'm just talking to my single ladies, when you're dating, try to pull that back a little bit that we, we're not going to have sex like this. Because if we do plan on, on marrying, you're not going to get this mind blowing sex all the time because we got these kids. We got responsibilities to take care of. So if you're doing this while you're single, he's going to expect that same thing. And that's where uh, that's where you have to be careful, at. because as men. There's nothing worse than us when we not having as much sex when we married is we thinking, dad, when I was single, I was getting it in, you know, and now I'm married and I'm with this one woman, you know, it's like, shoot, I almost was better off being single because I was getting it in, you know, when I was doing it back then, I got married. Well, one of the reasons I got married was uh, for us to have sex on the regular. But a lot of times we don't think like that because with men, when it comes to sex, we treat all women the same sexually. Like we have sex, you know, we do all our little tricks, all our little moves on different women, but all women aren't the same. They're different. And we're, you know, I ain't going to even get into detail, but we'll do all kind of, you know, of the same thing, thinking that that's going to please her. And it's not all women. She has to teach you um, how to be pleased, how she wants to be pleased, not what you think based on your past history. Now, this part, I wanted to discuss uh, a revelation I kind of got the other day. And as you know, I'm Christian. Um, and I don't know if who's the viewer. If you aren't Christian, that's cool. Just 
hang on and hang on for the ride because I want to make sure that I share this with uh, the, the Brave Arts community because I think this is very important. And I was reading Genesis the other day and I was thinking about how, of course, you know, that story with Adam and Eve, right? Now, a lot of times we pervert sex. We make sex like it's this bad thing, but actually sex is a beautiful thing within the confines of marriage. Now, when Adam and Eve, when they were in a garden, like before the fall, everything was perfect. You know, there, you know, uh, uh, sex wasn't bad. He's talking about being fruitful and multiplying. Like it wasn't bad. It's just that the devil perverted it and made it bad. And that's why a lot of times we don't like having these conversations because it seems like it's so taboo. Um, well, maybe not too much in today's culture, maybe not, but that's up for debate. So as I'm reading Genesis, I realized that I had to repent to God because I think about the tree. I think about the tree and, you know, if you eat of the fruit, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, tree of, of good and evil, you know, once they eat the fruit now, before everything was perfect and God said, you know, everything was was very good. That man was very good. But then once they eat the fruit and they fall now, all of a sudden, you know, everything is like bad because now they're clothing themselves. They were naked and shamed right after they eat the fruit. And I was thinking, what does that tree symbolizes? And to me, this is just my little interpretation. Uh, I'm not a Bible scholar, but this is the revelation I got. I was like, you know, that tree represented culture. It represents everything what culture says that we're not. You're not tall enough. You're not cute enough. You're not slim enough. You don't make enough money like they ate the fruit in search of something else. But God already had everything set up for them. And that's what happened with us, because before we are aware of culture, it's like, everything is is you know we don't have any um issues we don't think that we look a certain way or stuff like that even with my kids i have little kids at home and if you have if you had little kids you realize that they'll run around the house naked like they don't care they have no care in the world they're running out the house naked they don't care why because and i'm just speaking figuratively they haven't ate of the fruit yet and that fruit is culture and and the way uh social media and and i'm i'm not against social media i love social media but they haven't been tainted yet right they haven't ate that fruit because when they do then kids start picking on them and they start to think you know i'm not this i'm not that you're not good enough but god already says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made but our problem is we have bought into culture and then we think less of ourselves or we always comparing ourselves to other people when God has already approved us. And I think that's when we really need to get back um, into the word of God. And I know that's really helped for me. I had to repent personally because I got caught up in, in the culture thinking that I got to have this. I got to have that. But God had already affirmed me. So to anyone who's struggling and, and self, uh, low self-confidence, all that stuff. I did a video on men and having low self-esteem. I've been there. Uh, in my When I got divorced, and I, I talk about this in my story as well, you know, I, I had low self-esteem in my last marriage. I had confidence issues because I was trying to keep up with culture. And now that I'm healed now, you know, I, I have a, a healthy marriage because I wouldn't got the necessary help that I needed 
to make sure that I was good so I can be good towards my family. But I had to realize that I am good enough instead of buying into culture. I love social media. I love entertainment, all that stuff. But culture, one thing I learned about culture is it's okay to do whatever you want until you get caught, right? Until you get caught, then you're ostracized and you're ridiculed. But just do what you want to do because, you know, I'm just going to do me. So that's the scary part about culture. But anyway, I'm rambling on. I'm glad that you sat through this video. I appreciate all the Brave Arts community, you know, all the subscribers. I Y'all so show so much love on social media. Let me know down in the comment section, what do you think about this video? Uh, I know a lot of guys wanted to see this video, so I had to speak to my brothers um, and, and making sure that they were good because I believe that culture changes when men change when we make the change that's when things get better but anyway make sure you subscribe share this video with a friend someone who might be in need this is sean heineman at it's scary to be Mary. take care people